Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Hey, it's The Advertising Show here with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth and another great encore performance for you. Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show, a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. In uh, 2009, we had a new author on, certainly nobody new to the, uh, the business of communication, Andy Newellman out of uh, Canada, wrote a book called Pow! Right Between the Eyes, Profiting from the Power of Surprise. Andy first learned the power of surprise working with Jay Leno, Jerry Seinfeld, Jim Carrey, and many other comedians as the co-founder and CEO of the Just for Laughs Festival, the world's largest comedy event. And the book shares his hilarious surprise promotions that Andy dreamed up himself with his current job as co-founder and president and CMO of Airborne Mobile, uh, which uh, brings brands like Maxim, Family Guy, and the NFL to the mobile uh, media world. Andy is uh, one of the top 100 Montrealers of the 21st or the 20th century, I should say, named by the Montreal Gazette, uh, Canada's top 40 under 40 business leaders by Financial Post, and he lives in Montreal now. Uh, this uh, interview, like I said, it was back in '09. You're going to enjoy it too. Uh, let's uh, find out if you haven't heard the interview. You're going to be treated to surprise, pow, right between the eyes with. Andy Newman and Ray and Brad on The Advertising Show. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Nobody can call George Whipple an old fuddy-duddy. This new sign is right up with the times. Maybe this will stop the ladies from squeezing charm and bathroom tissue. Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth here at The Advertising Show. As promised, pow! Right between the eyes. Andy Newman, welcome to The Advertising Show. Thank you, guys. Jeez, it's about time. Well, I've been here for like a half an hour. You know, uh, well, we pay for your parking, so what the heck? That's true. Quit yeah. complaining. We do validate. There was a stereotype of the polite Canadian, eh? <laughs> we validate, by the way, before you get out of here, just to remind <laughs> yeah. you. I wish you'd validate my existence by reading my bio properly. Well, that would have been nice validation. You know, we're holding that for next week. Uh, what what oh part of the bio did you want us to read properly here? We I can... would, uh, you know what? A, a subject and a predicate would be <laughs> Yeah, nice. well, that's the way it was written. The nouns followed by the verbs would be great. I don't know who typed this, Andy, but you might want to recommend that to your secretary. <laughs> I don't know. Who, I don't know who does the prescription for your glasses, guys. <laughs> yeah. but I, maybe you'd like to recommend that. Well, My God, we, that was wow. actually, that was Ray. Duke. He was had an eye test earlier today, and his Holy pupils geez. have been dilated. There you go. Uh, Talk about surprise! I'm saying, who the hell are they talking about? Certainly not me. We were we're stealing a chapter out of your life by using surprise, the power of surprise, which is what your book's all about. Let's talk a little bit about your book, Andy. Who did you write this book for? It's not your typical business book, thank God. Well, yeah, you know, I'm happy you bring that up because in the end, I really wrote this for me because I'm a guy who's read basically every business book, and I really wanted to have fun with this. And I said to myself, um, which I. I guess not literally, but figuratively, while I was writing this, I don't think this is ever going to be the world's greatest business book. I don't think it's going to supplant good to great or made to stick uh, or in search of excellence. But I do think that this could probably be renowned as the world's most entertaining business book. And that's really what I try to do. I think people take business very, very serious, perhaps a lot too seriously. 
And in the end, particularly these days, I want to do something that's a little bit of fun. It has the information that there is, there's meat on the bone, but, done, but delivered in a way that's a little bit more entertaining. And that's what I think uh, I, I accomplished with, uh, with PAL. So do you think uh, any entrepreneur, or, uh, entrepreneur of any walk of life could benefit from this book? Is it more of a marketing, advertising book? What's your thoughts? You know, what I, again, what I try to do in this is not have it relegated to the back shelves, which is unfortunately where most business books get in bookstores. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. those, are st- those bookstores that are still alive. Or worse yet, big lots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why the, the, the book has a you know, very colorful uh, title and colorful uh, uh, cover. And uh, lots of interesting things inside, uh, some Easter eggs, some hidden websites, um, you know, original artwork. But the, the goal was for people to be able to pick this up and say, you know what, I run a business, a small business, I run a big business, I run a big business that's boring. I have uh, my own personal brand that I think I'd like to go ahead and develop. It's really for all that and more. I've been discussing this and, and the concepts and the principles uh, behind Surprise with everybody from uh, you know, sole practitioners, from doctors and lawyers, all the way up to massive multi, uh, multinational you know, corporations who all have asked, how do we integrate some of this stuff uh, into what we do? So it really is, I hate to be like the jack of all trades, but that's really not this point. The point here is really capturing and um, uh, harnessing the power of Surprise to delight customers. Before you wrote your book, uh, you had already started your own pal in the form of a blog. Is it fair to say that you kind of turned your blog into a book? Kind of, but I, I got to say, as I explained right at the start of the book, this all came out of a conference, sort of a, a, a non-conference where I was asked to speak on a subject, and I chose the subject of surprise because it's something that I've been looking at. I, I saw the power of it when I was running the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. I used it while I was building the Airborne Mobile or Airborne Entertainment, as, as it was called at the time, that, that company, and, and managed to sell it for $110 million. And I said, there's something there um, that... It has to be you know, brought together. Surprise is something that's always been relegated to, again, to the, the kitty parties, as you mentioned before. And uh, you know, people don't necessarily understand the power of it for business. So I spoke at this conference, and then I, I actually said at that con- this conference is um, one day this will be a book. I, I'm, I'm right now speaking about a book that eventually will come to fruition. So what I wanted to do in, in, in the the time between that speech and the time the book actually would ever come out is research it, research it, develop it. So the blog really was there more as a support. So the, the book, the blog didn't turn into a book. The blog was there mm-hmm. basically to support it and develop it. And I had a really great time doing it. And also, I wanted to see could I sustain this? Are, are the things that I'm saying correct? Are, are they correct academically? Are they correct uh, on, on a, um, a practical level? And that's what I read. That's what the blog was there for, and it continues to this day. Well, that's give true. us. Give Give us a sense of why surprise is so important in contemporary business today, Andy. Well, I, I guess in the end, there's two real main reasons. Surprise really helps establish a relationship. And you know, most successful marketers know that it's never like just business. The foundation of all marketing really is the relationship between the marketer and the consumer and between the buyer and the seller. And surprise is a key element in, the, in, in establishing a long-lasting relationship. And it does so by... Um, injecting something that I call euphoric shock, which what surprise does is shocks the system. And it really uh, democratizes us by kidifying us. It really puts a sense of delight in us. And by putting that sense of delight 
in us, it reduces our resistances and it makes it really easy at that point in time to sell somebody something. So on a business level, that's important, but also that delight establishes a bond between, as I said before, the buyer and the seller. And I always use this example, and I hate to get all Dr. Phil on it, hmm. but I always say that the diminishing element of surprise is why so many personal relationships fail. It becomes the same thing over and over again. Hmm. Uh, you know, the, the stories are all told the same. People, you, know, you come to expect what the next move is. So in that case, you know, people get bored with each other on a personal level. You're certainly going to get bored with each other on a professional level. So what surprise really does is put that spark in the relationship at all times, and that's why I think it's so important in a business sense. So when it comes to uh, word of mouth, uh, you say that uh, you can connect with your consumers in the most effective way with uh, word of mouth and along with surprise. We're going to share that thought that you're going to w- share with our audience, Andy, after the break. This is a good thing. On the Advertising Show, it's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth, and a special guest is, is Andy Newman, author of POW, Right Between the Eyes, with, uh, with uh, more to come here in just a moment. Stay with us. Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show. See the USA in your Chevrolet. America is asking you to call. Andy Norman's bio says he is young in spirit and snappy in dress. It does not say anything about the ADHD thing you've got going there, Andy, but I like that. It's a good thing. (laughs) Welcome back to The Advertising Show. Yeah, Andy, share with us, if you would, uh, how you connect the effectiveness of word of mouth with surprise. Well, word of mouth, I I think, is perhaps the most effective form of advertising these days, and you see it um, pervasive on all the the social networking, be it Facebook, be it Twitter, be it through blogs. Um, It's people talk, but the fact of the matter is, what do people talk about? They talk about things, they they don't talk about things that are boring. They talk about things that are surprising, that are, are shocking, and that's why I always say that um, surprise is the catalyst. Word of mouth is very, very important, but it's not a self-starter. Surprise is, to, to use a Gladwellian term, the tipping point. It's, it, what, it shocks that system and gives people something to talk about. And that's why, we, and you, you look at it all, over and over again, one of the, the biggest things a couple weeks ago was uh, Susan Boyle. Now, Susan Boyle went from nothing to a, a megastar in a matter of, really, I guess, a, a week Thanks to social networking, thanks to that video that uh, she sang on Britain's Got Talent, and suddenly mm-hmm. it was yeah. everywhere, and everybody's talking about her. She's on CNN and is going to sing for the Queen. Yeah. That's not a story about talent. Right. There are thousands of singers who sing as well as Susan Boyle. That's a story about surprise, but it got people talking. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter is, uh, how many singers are there in the world who have great voices? Hundreds of thousands, but how many of them have that surprise? How many are talked about? So few. Why is Susan Boyle talked about? Because it was a surprise. And I, and I use that time and time again. I use it on my blog where they said, one of the judges said, this is the biggest surprise that happened to me in my years of doing this show. That's what it's all about. And that, uh, that proved my point immensely, as did... Uh, the most recent issue of Wired magazine, which is all about uh, the unexpected and surprise. It, 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 what I'm finding more and more is that it's really coming to fruition. All these things that I've said in the book are coming to fruition at exactly the right and proper time. So can you calculate a, uh, a surprise, a pow moment, if you will? I mean, what if people are expecting, you know, you look over here at Ray. Mm-hmm. You expect Ray to be a top-notch uh, 
outstanding uh, announcer, a great voice talent. Uh, mm-hmm. The only way he could surprise us, I guess, is by doing a piss poor job. I mean, what? What? How, can you calculate and create and manufacture a pal moment? Of course. Will it work? One never knows until you try. And that's the, that's really what this book is all about. Really, it, it, at the core of it is it's about having guts and taking a risk and standing out. You're not going to surprise people by doing the same old thing, no matter what you do. Um, I have have some examples to to share with you. You're not going to to surprise people if uh, you you do the same old, same old, and and, uh, you you, you sort of fit in. You have to stand out, and you have to take a risk. And part of that risk is it may not work. But here's what happens. You don't take a risk. For sure it's not going to work. So at least here you have a chance. Mm -hmm. So a couple of examples. I mean, go back to what Oprah, Oprah uh, did, and Oprah is like the reigning queen of surprise. See, everybody wins a car. That's sure. unbelievable. And, uh, you know, but, but that got incredible attention. Now, could that have failed? I guess, you know, people could. And they did. They did try to find some things wrong with it. Oh, people had to pay taxes and this and that. But in the end, that was an amazing masterstroke. Mm-hmm. KFC did that by filling in the potholes in and around Kentucky and in other cities throughout the country, where they said, we'll fill in your potholes as long as you allow us to... Um, put our logo on top of it, our stencil our logo on top of it. Again, got tons of people talking. And again, that could have blown up in their face. And said, so look what they're, what they're doing. What does that mean? And, and their chicken tastes like tar or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, if they don't do something like that, and they're going to go put what, another ad on, another billboard, another radio or TV ad that says the same old, same old stuff, you've got to take that shot. And that's really what this is all about. So yes, you can, manufa- you can never manufacture certainty. You can never manufacture success. But you can most definitely manufacture a pal moment. But the fact of the matter is, you've got to have the guts to take that shot, to take that shot, and you have to have the wherewithal to stand out. And there are those advertisers then that take those moments that were pal moments and try to reinvent them for their own pal moment and miserably fail. Right? That's the thing. You know, surprise is not a one-off. And all the great people who practice it, be they people, businesses, brands, they know that it's a continuum. It's like a string of pearls. One pearl is nice, but a string of pearls, that's something that, that's spectacular. Yeah. And this happens time and time again. This happened to me. I was once at a conference. I threw $1,000 worth of uh, dollar bills at this conference. Long story. It's all in the book. It's about a game we did with Donald Trump. But um, I did it at a conference, made a huge impact. Uh, for days, people asked me, are you going to throw more dollar bills? Are you going to throw more dollar bills? It, it made great impact. Six years later, at the same conference, people are still coming up to me, are you going to throw more dollar bills? Well, of course I'm not, because you're expecting that. I could do it, but suddenly you'll get, you'll, you'll get very tired of it. Uh, a surprise is a continuum, and you've got to continue to come up with new ones. That's the challenge, and the great businesses and the great brands that do it are, are continually evolving, continually um, uh, innovating. Trying to run a surprise a second time or a third time, it's like lighting a firecracker, trying to get the bang out of it uh, a second time. It's exploded. It's over, folks. Get over it. Try something new. Our special guest is Andy Newman out of Montreal. Pow, right between the eyes the book. More with Andy in just a minute on The Advertising Show. Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show. It's a real thing in the back of your mind. What you're hoping to find. This is Ray Shillings and uh, Brad Forsythe. It's a real show. Thing. Very special guest. 
Andy Newman, Pow, Right Between the Eyes. What about some of the other books, too, as well? How to Do the Impossible and I Almost Killed George Burns. That is worth a look as well, but we want to focus right now on the present. So, Andy, welcome back to the show. Hello. Yeah, Andy, what would we be most surprised to learn about uh, Jay Leno or uh, Jerry Seinfeld, any of, the, any of the people that you've worked with in the past that our audience knows well by name? Well, I haven't seen Jay in a number of years. Jerry, well, the surprising things about Jerry, he is the quietest, quietest, shyest guy off stage. Uh, amazingly quiet, and the success has, despite the fact he has about uh, 300 cars and uh, three buildings as garages in New York, success has really not gone to his head. The, the friends he had when I knew him in 1989, 1985 actually, as a young you know, club comic, no. are the friends he has to this day. So I always found it amazing that Jerry really is uh, still he's a billionaire, but he's still Jerry. And you, you've been in touch with him recently? Oh, I haven't. I, it was about a couple years ago that I, I saw Jerry when he was uh, doing some tours with uh, my friends and former family at Just for Laughs. And you're uh, and your buddies with Craig Ferguson. I understand you were just on his show recently. That's right. I taped uh, Craig Ferguson's show a couple weeks ago, and uh, we had a blast. Uh, it was a lot of fun. He came to me just before we went on air, because I've known Craig for 20 years. I worked with him first in 1987, and, and uh, we were the first people in a show we did for Showtime. It was the first time that Craig ever was on American television, uh, way before the Drew Carey show. He was uh, he had a character, a Scottish character, that he played um, in this loud obnoxious but sweet-faced uh, comedian named Bing Hitler that was the name of his character <laughs> and we put him on uh, we put him on uh, our Showtime show that year 1987 David Steinberg Stephen Wright Rowan Atkinson Mr. Bean was on that show and uh, Craig made his debut so that's how long I've known him, and uh, we worked together over the past couple of years at Just for Laughs, uh, two out of the past three. Um, he's been here, and I directed his big gala shows, uh, the televised shows that uh, he put on, and I guess he returned the, the favor by allowing me to be on his show, and uh, he came to me just before, um, just before the introduction. He said, this is going to be a surreal moment for both of us, buddy, and walked off and introduced me. It was uh, <laughs> quite the thrill, i got to say. Stephen yeah. Wright's still hanging around, too. He, does, uh, he looks a little bit different nowadays. Yeah as we all do yeah. from the from the 80s and 90s and such but and, and what about drew carey as well uh ironically uh drew when i taped the craig ferguson show they were taping the prices right that day and um uh, drew was just downstairs but drew and craig obviously great friends um drew you know one of the funniest moments of drew i'll never forget this they, we had an act come to just for the last years ago called the Tokyo Shock, Shock Boys. Talk about surprise. These guys did things you could not believe. Uh, shoved firecrackers up their nose and lit them, crazy glued uh, one guy's uh, bald head to another guy's naked butt. It was an incredible <laughs> act. But one of the things they did was they put Drew Carey on stage. He, they, did this with, with, they did it to each other, but they did it with Drew one night. And they put him in a plastic bag, and they sucked the air out of the vacuum. So basically, hmm. you become like a human raisin. And I'll never forget Drew's manager, like, freaking out because Drew, they, he's saying they're going to kill him. They're, they're going to suffocate him. And Drew, basically, I'll never forget that going into this, so becoming a human raisin in that bag. That was an <laughs> incredible moment. Well, you know, we've been... Uh, it was a shake-and-bake bag. <laughs> 
You know, we've been big supporters of uh, Craig Ferguson, and we've talked about uh, the importance of uh, authenticity and brands and so forth. And he really is the epitome of authenticity when it comes to projecting who he is uh, on his show. And I think most viewers uh, connect with that, and he resonates with viewers from an authenticity point of view. Andy, you're known for uh, unusual wardrobes and fashion sponsorship deals. Did you do anything unusual as far as your dress when you were on Ferguson's show? Um, you know what? What was funny that I wore a jacket uh, that was hand drawn for me by an artist named Steve Kaufman, who used to work with Andy Warhol, mm. and he hand drew this jacket for me, and I wore that. But because it had the logo of the book on it, and Craig was so over the top in his introduction about the book, like really slamming it right into the camera lens, <laughs> I said, "You know what? It's almost too much." That I that uh, to wear this jacket because of the fact that the book has yeah. basically been smacked right into the the eyes into the screens of the nation. So I basically took the you jacket took the off. jacket off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said, uh, and I was wearing a, a t-shirt and uh, jeans that I designed myself, and uh, you know, six bracelets on one hand, and you know, four rings and things to that effect, which is all very me. But that's just me. That's just uh, you know. Uh, that's my personal brand, I guess. But again, very different from your standard business author. <laughs> I mean, I love Gladwell and I, and I love Dan Pink, but um, you know, I don't wear you know jeans or khakis or tweet or tweed jackets. You know, as, as a business, quote unquote, business author, I have to stand out. And I got to say, I give, got to give Craig a lot of credit. Uh, a, yes, he did the um, the forward, one of the forwards for the book. John yeah. Cleese did the other one. Right. But it's not everybody who's going to go ahead and put a nonfiction slash business author mm-hmm. on a national talk show. And I've got to give him a lot of credit for doing that and having a lot of fun while doing it. <laughs> Look at who the author is, though, when you think about that. Pow, right between the eyes. Andy Newman, don't slow down, okay? And keep uh, giving us good stuff here. I will try. Are you kidding? This is just the beginning. <laughs> there you go. The beginning. Every day I blog about this. My God. And, and, and write a full-time job and a family while I do it. And by the way, Ray and I have both been holding your book up during that last part of the segment there. Right yeah. The microphone. I could hear it. Yeah. I could hear the Wham. yellow type. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, thanks for being on the show. It's been great. You're kidding, guys. It was my pleasure extremely. Buy the book, for Christ's sake. Buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> the Advertising Show. Ray Shillings, Brad Forsyth, back in just a minute. And there you go. We wrap up another great show here at The Advertising Show, an encore performance from 09, as we bring it to you again here in 2011 in The Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. Hope you enjoyed it. Andy Newman's Pow, Right Between the Eyes. The Advertising Show being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. And The Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. We'll talk to you live next week right here. Be there. Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications. And it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.